welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Health and Mindset Podcast. This is Cassie, your host, and thank you for tuning back in for another episode. The last few weeks, we've been talking about strength training and exercise and things like that, and I am switching it up on you this week and the next couple weeks, likely, we are going to be talking about gut health, and the reason I am going to start talking about this with you is is because I am starting my own gut health journey and starting to learn more about it. And so I want to share it with you because that's what I do on this podcast, right? This is not me necessarily always telling you what is or what isn't, but also just sharing my journey with you and where I am at in my health and mindset journey. So So I have decided to start my own gut health journey, and the day that this episode releases is day one of my gut health journey, and I figured we would start with some real basics today, just talk about basic what gut health is, um, what signs and symptoms of poor gut health are, and just share with you how I kind of prepped and prepared for this first week coming up. This week, I'm going to be doing an interview with someone who knows way more about gut health than I do and sharing that interview with you next week. So this episode is like a stay tuned for the next episode kind of thing. Um, But your gut right, used to be thought of just a processing place. So things go in one hole, they get processed, and they come out the other, right? So it's just kind of like a pathway. But over the last couple of decades, we've really started to learn that your gut is really, really important to your overall well-being. There's something called a gut microbiome, and that really just refers to all the microorganisms that are living inside of your gut. So you can have 300 to 500 different species of bacteria in your gut, and most of them are good. Like, sure, not all bacteria are good, but this is like the good bacteria. This is also why when your doctor puts you on antibiotics that kills bacteria, they tell you to eat yogurt and things that support your gut health because you start killing everything in your gut. And so if you're someone who's been on many courses of antibiotics recently or over your life, um, you possibly may have a gut health issue just from that. But what we really kind of have learned is that if we start eating to care for the microorganisms in our gut, that our overall well-being definitely improves. Now, your gut health can really contribute to all kinds of different symptoms. So if you're having gut health issues, there are some very common things that you can kind of pick up on, and maybe you've never attributed them to your gut health. So let's go over a few of them, okay? So one is an upset stomach. So that might mean that you're going to the bathroom way too much, Or maybe the quality of your stool um, is not what it should be, right? Either um, if you're going way too much, 
you know, maybe your stool is too loose, or you could be on the other end of things where you're not going to the bathroom enough. You're not having enough bowel movements. Things are really bound up. And when they come out, um, they are not the right consistency either. So poor gut health can go both ways. It can go in one direction where you're way too bound up and you don't go to the bathroom enough and another where you're going way too often um, or maybe just having a lot of gas and bloating is another another um, kind of sign or symptom that maybe there's some issues going on with your gut. Um, another one, which is really, really interesting, is having a high sugar diet. So, you know, we always kind of credit this, like, sh- these sugar cravings to, like, oh, I just have no control or whatever. But having an imbalance in your gut can actually increase your sugar cravings, cause you to eat more sugar, which then feeds the bacteria that you don't want to feed and puts you in this really great cycle. So, Sugar cravings could be a sign of poor gut health, that those bacteria are not balanced in your gut, and the bacteria that feed on those sugars are more prevalent than other bacteria. So it's really, really interesting. And actually, high amounts of artificial sweeteners, including high fructose corn syrup, actually are linked to increased inflammation in the gut. And so this has been this like back and forth for years. Is high fructose corn syrup really that bad, right? And and some nutritionists or dietitians will say yes, some will say no, some studies say yes, others say no. And it really just kind of, I feel like from everything that I've read, depends on if you're going to label it bad, bad for what? Right. And so it it actually might be a not so bad thing for someone who doesn't have ready access to fresh foods because high fructose corn syrup actually is a preservative as well. So it helps those shelf stable foods last longer. And in some areas, that's really super important. Um, it also helps reduce the actual sugar content in food. So if you're someone that really needs to cut a lot of calories out of their diet, you know, someone that is um, very obese might be put on a super low calorie diet. That might be something they actually look for to substitute out sugar um, that comes with all those calories. And so it really goes both ways depending on what you're looking at. But if you're thinking about gut health, High fructose corn syrup, sucralose, anything that ends in that OSE um, is an artificial sweetener, and that's actually been shown to cause inflammation in our guts. And so that's something that you may be consuming a lot of that might be contributing to some issues with your gut. Um, Another thing is having fatigue um, and or poor sleep, but most people, when they're having gut health issues, complain of that afternoon crash, kind of hitting the wall. You know, maybe they feel okay when they wake up in the morning, but they get tired really, really quick. And that fatigue really is coming from hormones, right? And so our gut actually has a big controlling position over the hormones that are released in our body. And it actually um, has a connection to serotonin, right? And so serotonin is one of those hormones that affects your mood, affects your sleep, and is really, really important to have well-balanced. And when it's not well-balanced and you're having issues with your gut, that's where a lot of fatigue can set in or sleep issues or things like that. Um, Also, remember, sleep disturbances are linked to things like fibromyalgia, 
Um, sleep disturbances are also have been linked to some other chronic diseases, chronic illnesses. And so your gut health really may have some um, kind of control over some of these chronic diseases or issues that you may be suffering from. Um, another, you know, and so we'll kind of lump in the next one as autoimmune conditions. So um, another thing is like those those autoimmune diseases or conditions that you have where your body is kind of attacking itself um, can come from disturbances or imbalances in that microbiome in your gut. Um, another thing is skin irritation. So I actually had a conversation with someone recently um, over Facebook, I believe, about eczema. And she had asked, is it normal for eczema to like just appear when you're an adult, when you've never had it before? And eczema may be related to a damaged gut and is often connected to food irritations. So eczema is usually connected to either an irritant that's going on your skin, like maybe you change, you know, lotion or laundry detergents or things like that, but very often it's related to what you're putting into your body. And that's when we see it a lot in um, babies or young kiddos too, is sometimes it's like dairy or gluten or things like that that are causing them to break out in these eczema rashes, um, which is kind of that sign of that imbalanced gut health. Another thing is food intolerances, okay? And this is where healing our gut really comes into play. So Food intolerance is different than an allergy. It doesn't mean that I'm allergic to or could never have this kind of food, but it's thought that intolerances actually come from your gut not being able to be well-balanced. And so when you put certain foods in, it causes your gut inflammation. And some of those very common foods are what we're going to discuss next and what I'm doing on my gut health journey. Um, but when you have food intolerances, it triggers things like diarrhea, gas, bloating, abdominal pain, nausea, things like that, right? And so some of these food intolerances could be related to a gut imbalance or poor gut health, maybe time, it's like signaling it's time for a reset, just kind of hitting that reset button and getting yourself back to a well-balanced gut. And so this is something that I decided to do for myself. It was kind of a big decision. I resisted it for a little while, um, kind of thinking like, oh, no, that's not what's going on with me. But after I started reading more about it and learning more about it, you know, a lot of these signs and symptoms are things that I've been experiencing and have experienced in the past as well. One example of this is years back, I used to have migraines like all the time. Like I'd probably have two to four a month that would be just debilitating, like can't get out of bed, um, can't function, have to call into work migraines, right? And these have been going on for ever, I don't know, a really long time. And at the same time, um, my son was having some health issues and we decided to cut gluten out of his diet, right? And he was young. I really don't remember how old he was, maybe six, seven, I'm thinking around there and I thought, well, it's not really fair for him to have to do it by himself. So we'll do it as a family. And I did it, you know, with him. And so we cut gluten out of our diet and we did it for well over a year. Um, for the most part, very, very, um, 
you know, by the book about it. Not a lot of like cheating or eating gluten or anything like that. And while it didn't really seem to help the issues that he had going on in that year, my migraines had all but like disappeared, right? Like I would went from having two to four a month to maybe two or three a year. And that was huge. And I thought, wow, maybe something was going on with gluten and it was causing my migraines. Now, of course, that's just something that I read into on my own. Um, but after reading more about gut health, it's definitely, you know, headaches and migraines can be a sign of poor gut health. And so me kind of taking that year to not eat much that was made with gluten, um, maybe reset my gut a little bit. And now I am careful with gluten. I, I don't eat gluten-free by any means, um, but I am careful with it. And I do notice that when I eat a lot or many, many days in a row of like breads and things like that, that sometimes it does cause me to feel a little uneasy. Um, maybe, you know, I still get some migraines, but not not the way it was. I mean, it's never gone back to that way. You know, I'm just maybe two a year, maybe three at the most. So um, that was just kind of like a self, I guess a little self-study that I had done. But recently I've been feeling really fatigued in the afternoon again. And I've gone from feeling really, really great to feeling just kind of crummy again in the afternoon. I've definitely put on a little bit of weight, nothing that I'm super concerned about. I'm not doing this to lose weight by any means, although it can help someone who has gained quite a bit of weight for a reason that they're not really sure of. So when things do get backed up in your stomach or you get a little extra gas in there, things like that, um, food isn't processing the right way, it can cause some weight gain for sure. Um, and so when you start kind of working on your gut health, you may notice um, weight loss depending on kind of where you're at and what effects you're having. Um, and then my... <laughs> stomach has never really been great. I've always kind of had an uneasy stomach um, where, you know, if I eat a certain thing or, you know, drink a certain thing that I can have an upset stomach almost, you know, within hours um, and it can bother me for a couple days at a time. And so recently I just kind of decided this, this gut health protocol program became available to me um, via in um, my virtual kind of coaching community. It was like another tool that was just provided to me. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe I should just try it. Maybe I should try it. I'm, I have a lot of these symptoms. I'm tired. Um, I have that upset stomach stuff. I definitely am having issues with sugar again that I really can't kick. Um, no real issues with weight gain, but I thought I'm going to give this a try because if anything, it's just going to help me kind of reset my um, kind of healthy, well-balanced eating again, because I will definitely say that I have over the last couple of months fallen a little bit off of track with that um, really since we redid our kitchen, right? We started our kitchen remodel last August. So this is like a long time ago, but it really didn't get finished until about January. Um, and then everyone in my house had COVID. So really from like August through February this year, we were just kind of like doing whatever to eat. You know, when when you don't have a kitchen, you, I, we did the best we could, but we were eating out a lot, um, grabbing foods that maybe we wouldn't normally eat. And so February, March-ish, we really just kind of reestablished like making dinner and eating regular meals and things like that. And it, it was really tough. Um, 
But if anything, this is going to help me kind of reestablish uh, that like healthy eating again and whole food eating really, right? You know, just like those all natural foods where you don't have to do anything. You can just pick them up and eat them. That's a whole food. Um, maybe you have to cook them. But so for the next 28 days, I will be cutting out dairy and gluten and corn. And I will also be cutting out um, artificial sweeteners, so that high fructose corn syrup, any kind of sucralose, anything like that. And then cutting out added sugars. And added sugars, you guys, oh my gosh, you would not believe how many added sugars we eat in a day. It's pretty insane. If you start looking at food labels and look at sugars or added sugars, you're going to be like, oh my gosh. So I'm trying to keep added sugars to 10 grams or less a day, which really, if I'm eating these whole foods, these natural foods, there's no added sugars in those, right? So it's only in things that are already prepared for us. And so this is a a little journey that I'm going to be on. You know, at first, first glance, I thought, wow, this is going to be really difficult. Um, But once I started looking into the program a little more, there's sample meal plans in there, tons of recipes. um, It really kind of became obvious that like, hey, this is the way you like to eat and want to eat most of the time anyway, right? Proteins, vegetables, fruits, um, nuts and seeds, you know, these these all natural things that we just get and eat. And really, that's the way that I prefer to eat and like to eat. And so when you, when and if you decide to start this gut health journey, yes, you're going to be cutting out a lot of things, but the idea is to also eventually reintroduce them, right? So what we'll be doing is cutting out these things um, that are very common irritants because of the imbalance in the gut, the things that are causing the inflammation, which then cause the diarrhea, upset stomach, headaches, skin issues, fatigue, sleep issues, sugar cravings, all of that. We cut them out and start just eating whole natural foods again and putting things into our body that are going to feed our gut, right? And feed the bacteria that we want in our gut to help us process our foods and make sure we're grabbing all the nutrients we can out of those foods before they pass through us. Um, And so when you have like a stomach that's more prone to diarrhea or loose stools, really what's happening is you're not getting to process all that food. Um, You're not grabbing all the nutrients, so you're missing out on a lot of those nutrients as well. Um, But the goal is eventually to reintroduce these things, and you reintroduce them one at a time, right? So say I'm cutting out dairy, um, and then I go you know, 28 days without it, then I reintroduce it. And you reintroduce just one thing at a time. And if you reintroduce that dairy and it causes those symptoms again, then you know it's probably something you should steer clear of or only have like a very little bit once in a while. But the idea really is to be able to reintroduce all of these things once your gut is back to balance and better health and you're feeling better. And so that is the journey that I am starting. And I thought I would share it with you just to put a little kind of thought in your mind about 
are these some things that you have been experiencing, right? Are you someone who has that fatigue and you just can't understand why you're tired? Are you someone who has a really sensitive stomach, right? And you're having issues with going to the bathroom too much or not enough. Or maybe you're someone who constantly has acne and you're breaking out and or dry skin or eczema and you're just not really sure why or someone that's putting on more weight or is super gassy and bloated all the time and it's embarrassing, right? Like these are all issues that we all kind of run into once in a while. Um, it could be your gut health, right? It could be that that gut microbiome or, or that, you know, little habitat in your gut where all these microorganisms um, are living are just imbalanced. And there are ways to balance them back out. Now, there are also supplements that you can use to help. I'm using a couple of supplements as well. We'll get into that a little more next week. Um, and I'll also give you a little update on that. But what I did to prepare for this week was I wrote out every single thing I'll be eating, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, um, and I prepped all of my food today, which is something that like... I'll be honest, I hate food prep. I hate it. I know I've done an episode on it. I am not the greatest at it. But today I got all my breakfast, all my lunch, and my snacks done in about an hour and a half. And that's really good. And that's going to save me um, a lot of time this week. And then dinners I have planned out and I have all my ingredients for dinner. So all I'm going to have to do is cook it, put it together. And it's not going to be very different from what I'm feeding my family as well. So um, it'll be a nice, a nice balance. It's not going to be as difficult as it looked at face value. Um, so I'm going to continue updating you each week on kind of what I'm seeing in my gut health journey. Um, I am expecting absolutely wonderful results. I have a couple of friends that are following this protocol already, um, and they're one or two weeks into it and doing fantastic and seeing some awesome results too. Um, and so once I finish the, my protocol, or I'm going to actually be a couple weeks into it, I'm going to start a group um, of people who want to start this gut health protocol with me. That will start on May 2nd, um, and we will start the prep at the last week of this month in April. So we'll be prepping like the week of April 25th and then officially starting gut health protocol May 2nd. So if you're someone who's listening and thinks that, you know, over the next couple of episodes, this sounds like you, feel free to reach out to me. This group will be open to anyone that wants to participate. So I'm definitely opening it up to you and your friends and your family and anyone else that maybe is dealing with some of these things that they're just not sure why or where they're coming from and feel like they may want to reset their gut with me as well. So of course, whenever I start a new journey, I always invite others um, to do it with me because that's what I'm here for. I use you guys not only for accountability, but to help you my listeners, my friends, um, everyone that's out there live healthier and happier. So of course, not everything that I do is applicable to you, but there are often things that we all have in common um, that could be tweaked or changed to help us live just a little bit healthier and more comfortable in our bodies. And that is what I am hoping to achieve with this gut protocol that I am starting tomorrow. So I hope you have an awesome week. Um, make sure you tune back in next week because I've got that great interview um, coming up where we're going to talk a little more in detail about gut health, get into um, some supplements and things like that. So I'm really excited to be able to share that with you as well. 
I hope you have an awesome, awesome week, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.